Hey friends, we are your hosts, Leanne and Llewellyn, and welcome to the One With Friends podcast. We wanted to set you up before episode one with a little bit of a disclaimer. Um, We have been going for a few years now on this podcast. We've been loving it, but I also... We also have learned a lot. Um, we, at the very beginning, we're just trying to get a flow. We're not a very big production. We were trying to learn how to work together and do it ourselves. And so we are honestly, we know it's a little bit cringy. So we recognize that there is a pretty big drop off of uh, episode one between one and two. So we just wanted to um, maybe give you a recommendation for those of you that find episode one and two kind of hard to listen to. So Llewellyn, do you want to give them our recommendation? Yeah. So if you've gotten this far and you listen to the first couple episodes and you're like, not quite sure this is for me, um, we totally recommend that you maybe skip ahead to seasons five or six. Um, as Leanne mentioned, it took us a little while to kind of f- figure out what our groove was and what we liked and what people were enjoying listening to. And we feel like those are the seasons where we kind of started to like hit our stride. Yeah, we like put our best foot forward. Yeah, so maybe check those out. And then if you still enjoy it and find that you like it and you want to hear more, feel free to come back and start over from the beginning again. But we do honestly feel you in the cringe market on this first couple <laughs> seasons. We understand. We, we have to laugh at ourselves and we know we can't like re-record everything, but just stick it out with us, get to know us, and then once you're more invested in like having a relationship with us in future seasons, then you can circle back. And once you know where the direction is headed, those earlier episodes are a little bit easier to stomach. So that's our recommendation for you. Thank you for showing up. Um, enjoy episode one as much as you can. Um, and if not, we'll see you over in season five. Yeah. So enjoy episode one. Friends, we are your hosts, Leanne and Llewellyn. Welcome back to the One with Friends podcast. We just want to thank you for listening and coming along this journey with us. We are very excited to be launching off with this first official episode where we're going to talk about all things season one, episode one of Friends. So I am here with the co-host, Llewellyn. Uh, Llewellyn, tell us a little about yourself. Tell us your... Favorite coffee, because obviously we know our characters meet in Central Perk. And if you could live anywhere in the world, where would it be? P.S. I already know the answer to this. Um, Yeah, just tell us a little about you. Okay. Well, you just asked me one of the hardest questions. How do you, how do you pick one coffee that's better than all the others? I don't know. I haven't thought about my answer myself. So. <clears throat> okay. Well, um, one thing you guys might quickly learn about me is I love just about everything coffee. Mm-hmm. I Part of my job is actually related to coffee. Yeah. So I love just about anything. Lattes. I don't really care for mochas, but <laughs> pour overs, espresso, really, you name it. Um, my favorite probably would be probably just a normal black pour over. You're a black coffee drinker. I am a black coffee drinker. Okay, good for you. Yeah, and you want to know where I became a black coffee drinker? Where? On my vacation in New York. Oh! Surprisingly, which, to answer your second question, New York City is where I will live one day. Awesome. Okay, so which coffee shop did you go to that made 
coffee is so good that you decided to drink it black or was it a decision you made before you walked into the shop that like I'm gonna drink this coffee black today okay well one reason I didn't actually make that decision but right before I went on my vacation in New York mm-hmm. I did this crazy thing where I cut dairy out of my life <laughs> so, so sad. surprisingly a lot of coffee shops don't have alternative milks okay which is surprising in New York. It was very surprising. So I quickly learned what a black cup of coffee tasted like. Okay. And the place I went to mostly was Gregory's, which was actually really good. Okay. I didn't really get a chance to go to many other places because I was everywhere, but it was delicious. Awesome. Yeah. Any other fun facts? Fun facts. Um, I love, okay, quick couple of hobbies. Yeah. I love running. I like writing. I love reading. Writing what? I don't know this about you. You don't know this about me? You like writing? I do like writing. Okay. I write a lot of poetry. What? Um, maybe someday I'll <laughs> Guys, write we music. Need, we knows? need to be better friends. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's okay. not something I broadcast. But, That's cool. Um, yeah. Another fun fact. I just started my last semester of school. What are you going to be when that's you grow a, up? <laughs> when I grow up? <laughs> We're in our late 20s, which is perfect because that's what the friends are right now. Yeah. But 25 the, years ago. But, yeah. 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 I don't know. Not sure where it's going to take me, but okay. What's your degree going to be in? My degree is it's an interdisciplinary study degree, so it's got three focus points. One is music, one is communications, and the other one is behavioral sciences. Cool. So literally anything, but it's fun. The world is your oyster. The world is my oyster. That's awesome. Cool. Now, what about you? Okay, I'm Leanne, and. I love coffee as well, just not as much as Llewellyn does, apparently, because I cannot drink coffee black. It really is something you have to learn. Okay, the closest thing I get to non-altered coffee is nitro cold brew. So good. I can stomach that without anything, but I do prefer it with some type of cream or some, some addition. I'm more of a cream than like an add sugar person, but... Yeah, so I love lattes. The only mochas I like aren't the ones that taste like Hershey's syrup. They're the ones that taste more gritty and earthy. And there's very few coffee shops that oops, so true. have those kind of lattes. So, um, yeah, so I'd say cold brew is probably my favorite go-to default, which awesome. is delicious. It is. Cold brew is very good. Yes. Um, if I could live any place in the world, it would be Paris. Um, I visited there almost two years ago now, which is so sad to me. That long ago? It's been that long. Oh, my. But I just loved the culture and walking around everywhere and the fact that you could eat as much bread and butter as you wanted and it not feeling like you were going to gain 50 pounds. (laughs) Like, it felt so light. It was so good. I tried smuggling French butter back. And now I'm, but no, I just, they were all in those individual, like single wrapped slabs. And I was like, I am not going to pack this in my suitcase. So the last thing I needed was a bunch of melted French butter on my clothes. So I decided to try and search for it here instead. Haven't found it. Ah, there's a version at Trader Joe's that's supposed to be French butter. It's okay. It's not the same though. Hmm. Y'all have to go to Paris. So me and uh, Llewellyn have agreed that... In the future, when we're living in these two different cities, we're going to swap houses for vacations so that I can come visit New York and she will go visit Paris and we'll just stay in each other's places 
for free and yeah. swap vacations like yeah. that. Why not? Why not? That's awesome. A few things about me in addition is I have a dog named Binky. She's the cutest. She is so cute. She's a Yorkshire Terrier. She's so sweet, and she's got the cutest little face. Oh, I'm obsessed with her. I love her so much. Um, She is 11. She's going to be 12 this year. No. Which... She's so cute. She's so Because she still like runs around and acts like a little puppy. Yeah. So I've agreed that she can never die. So that's a thing. Yep. Yep. Mm -hmm. Um, What else? I sort of enjoy working out. I'm not very consistent with it, but when I do it, I love it. Uh, I like reading and oh, I love going to the movies. Oh, I'm a I'm a hobby movie hobbyist person. That makes no sense, but I love going to the movies. I have been a little lax on it lately, but in good seasons I probably go about once a week. She's not kidding. I love buttered popcorn so much that I go. It's always <laughs> in her car. Always Can we just talk about this. There's I, always leftover like popcorn in her okay, car. Okay, I went and saw a movie last night and I have popcorn in my car right now. <laughs> I'm not surprised. Because I buy the surprised. big buckets by myself. Oh, I love the movies. Wait, Chances so the question are, is, what did you go see? Well, this is going to date the podcast if you're listening to it, but I went and saw Shazam again. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I, they were showing, they had like a family, they bring back certain movies. Right. So that they can bring it back and have families go see it together so it was only like five bucks but then you spent 21 dollars on <laughs> popcorn drink and sour gummy worms because i love sour gummy worms are you a salty or sweet person for sure salty okay me too that makes sense because we both love we yeah. both get the popcorn yeah okay 100%. cool all right well i think that's enough about recaps enough about us life enough about us enough about us let's get to our show the real part of the show Okay, so next, what we're going to do is just give you guys a little episode recap of what happened in the episode. So in case maybe you haven't seen it recently, you kind of have an idea before we start talking about it. So the pilot, also known as the one where it all began, the one where Monica gets a roommate, and the first one is the pilot episode and series premiere, which introduces six friends who live and work in New York City. Monica, played by Courtney Cox sleeps with a wine cellar after their first date, but is horrified to discover he tricked her into bed. Her brother, Ross, who's played by David Schwimmer, is depressed after his lesbian ex-wife moves her things out of their apartment. Monica's old school friend, Rachel, played by Jennifer Aniston, moves in with Monica after running out of her wedding, and their friends, Joey, played by Matt LeBlanc, Chandler, played by Matthew Perry, and Phoebe, played by Lisa Kudrow, respectively offer them each support and advice. Awesome. So this is the pilot, which I don't know about you, but anytime you see the first show of any series, it's always like so horrible. Oh, 100%. Like the shots are bad. The the scenes aren't even in the right location once the second episode <laughs> comes to place. Like, you see how things change so quickly. Yeah. But you get it because they're just trying to get the show greenlit 
based on one episode. Right. So if the one thing I remember distinctly about this is the first like three, maybe two or three scenes are very quick, quippy coffee house scenes where they have like one little story that they tell, say, and then it cuts to like the next scene. And it's just really like, how did this, like, how was this okay? <laughs> in, the, I mean, television in the nineties was still. Yeah. I mean, we have to keep in, keep in mind 25 years ago, television was way different than yeah, it is now. It's so different, but no, I get it. Like it starts so choppy. It does. And, but can we also talk about how it always starts in the coffee shop? Always. Why? I think they're trying to create the brand. Yeah, I guess that's true. Central Park is like... It's a central... Like, it's a... Location. Right. It yeah. is the location. Right. Like, for the first episode, the first three or four scenes happen in the coffee shop. Right, right. So, yeah. It was terrible. But I think I saw in both of our notes... That we both mentioned something about the intro. So what were your thoughts on that? We both mentioned the clap, I think, right? Yeah. Yeah. The the iconic clapping. Yeah. Yes. So I saw a video um, online, and I'm going to post it to our Facebook and Twitter. It's like a one and a half minute funny skit that Jimmy Fallon and Matt LeBlanc do of like friends trivia of how many claps are in the intro and it's like a fun way that they like quit back and forth of is it four or five and the video shows it as four okay and I think that's right yeah it's gotta be four I think you want it to be five because five is an odd number right and it like carries you into that next bridge or whatever it's called whereas four but four like wraps it up really nicely. So yeah. it's definitely four. Yeah. But it's just a fun little video. Yeah. But you mentioned a comment. You said, can you really watch the intro without clapping? No. Llewellyn. <laughs> do okay. you do you actually clap? Yes. On the intro? Yes. Every time? 100%. Okay. I'm okay. watching this like binging on Netflix before they take it off because they're going to take it off soon. Such a sad day. I always skip the intro. Do you watch it every time? 100%. Oh, my god. Okay. I have to say, the last time I, like, binge watched the entire series, I did it with my cousin. And had she seen it before? No. Oh, okay. No. She'd seen, like, episodes here and there. but Right. Like, when they released on TV like, or the something. Whole, yeah. Okay. But we would watch the intro every time, and it would be, like, our thing. Oh, we would always do the okay. claps. So There's it's an like, explanation. You can't not watch the intro. <laughs> I and <can>. the song. <laughs> I'll be there for you. How do you not like that song? Oh, I love the song. I just so good. I just don't clap. You're gonna have to next time. Okay. I'll try it. Um, another thing that you mentioned, you mentioned Rachel's metaphors. Okay, yeah. So she talks about everybody's always saying that she's a shoe. She doesn't want to be a shoe. Okay, well, Maybe her reasoning was like, maybe I, I want to be a purse. Like, okay, Rachel, there's bigger things in life than being a purse. <laughs> Can we talk about this? Like, I get it. Like, you were raised. You had your daddy's money. A purse is a big deal to you. But, like, especially if it's, like, a Birkin bag or something. Right. But, like, do you... Do, like Rachel, a Chanel or... Rachel, do you know what a, a metaphor is? Celine. Do you, do you have, like, higher, higher, higher priorities, priorities in life? 
But it was a good setup, though. Like, show us who Rachel is. That's true. Which brings us to a point that I wrote down of the stereotype casting. Like, they... Like, based on that first episode, which I get, they're trying to get the green light to make a show out of it. Right. Or to get the next six episodes, like, filmed. But they do a very specific job at typecasting a part. So Rachel is clearly the spoiled daddy's girl. 100%. Joey's the funny one. No. Chandler's the... Chandler. (laughs) Hello. Chandler's obviously the funny one. Y'all quickly realize that both of us love Chandler. I love Chandler. Yes. Love Chandler. Yes. He's my favorite. Yep. Any other character, Chandler is far and above the next character in the line. Yep. Which we'll talk about at some point. Yeah. We'll list them out. Joey is the like playboy because he talks about like strip joints. It's the way to like get over your lesbian wife leaving you. (laughs) I don't think Monica's personality has come out that much. She would be the only one that I'd probably argue doesn't have a thing in episode one. Yeah. So that leaves Ross, who is like whiny. His like, hi. Oh, that drives me nuts. His very first line. The first thing you see him is this like greasy haired whiny. So it sets the tone for his character. It does. Ugh. Ross drives me nuts already. His first line, I don't like him. But you got to give the guy a chance, you know? Mm, Yeah. They don't set him up well. They don't. They don't don't paint Ross in a very great picture. Right. Which I can live with. But what I think they do do a very good job at is the foreshadowing of Ross and Rachel. The wedding dress. Literally, she walks in with a wedding dress. Then when they're both talking to their friends, like she's talking to Monica, he's talking to the guys about... What am I going to do with my life? And I just want to meet somebody. I love being married. And like, they're both like staring out at the wind, like staring out the window into the night. And like, both of them are doing it at the same time. Like, it's such an obvious, like, they've got to get together at some point in this show. Right. Right. Because it's, especially she runs in a wedding dress as soon as he says, like, I just want to be married again. And And it's like, boom, she's in the door with the wedding dress on. Right. Ugh. And what is with the, like, the, like, music during that scene? Okay. Where they're staring. (laughs) Okay, one thing about, like, 90 shows, any 90 show you watch, I kid you not, watch, pick one, watch it. Hulu has a ton of them right now. Typically, at a sad moment, there's this like 90s dramatic music that just comes up in the background and people are like longingly staring, like in this case, Ross and Rachel, yeah. staring out a window and you get this sad 90s song, like ballad in the background and it's like, what is this? Like, like why- it doesn't fit anywhere no, else in the show. 100%. They don't do that anywhere else. And it always comes in and then it's cut off like at the most random time and you're like, what is happening? Okay, what other shows do this though? Um, Full House. Oh, do they? Literally the end of every episode, there's like a sad like life update moment. Okay. And you're just like, I'm a crying baby. Like, <laughs> what is happening? Got it. Okay. But like, yeah. It must have been a 90s thing. It must then. have been. Because I don't, 
I don't see that much these days. Yeah. But I guess we like we get Ross's sad because we find out that Carol is a lesbian. What? <laughs> so in the 90s, they announce it in such a way that it's not so much humorous on Carol's behalf. They just make fun of the fact that like Ross didn't know. And like it makes <laughs> Ross out to be the like butt of the joke. Yeah. That like haha like of course you your wife's a lesbian. Right. Like this would happen to Ross. Yeah. Of all the characters. Like this would never happen to Joey. Joey's like the hey go to the strip club, playboy. Chandler's the funny one. Right. And Ross is the one who has a lesbian ex-wife. Like you're almost <laughs> like that's so Ross. Right. And you're like yeah. I've only just met you Ross with your like sad little hi. But, like, this would be a Ross thing. Yeah. Like, that's so Ross. And it, then they present it like it's not even about Carol. Right. Like, it, it should be about Carol. Right. But it's like, way to go, Ross. Exactly. Which, honestly, would not fly today at all. No. But in the 90s, honestly, for a lesbian to even be on the show was, like, groundbreaking at the time. And for it to be a main plot point... From the beginning. Is, was like, it was literally groundbreaking at the time. Yeah. But somehow the way that they could, like, they did it at the time for it even to be that way, it was still like, Ross, it's your fault. Right. Somehow it's your <laughs> fault. Yeah. It always went back to Ross. Right. Which is, yeah. Which, it honestly makes the show, it's hilarious. Yeah. It's still a hilarious point. Even with today's culture, you, like, look back and it's still somehow Ross's fault. Yeah. That he didn't know. It's, it's a funny point. And then, oh, Phoebe. We didn't talk about Phoebe. Phoebe is clearly the ditzy one. Yes. Can we just talk about how Phoebe, if Friends was ever recast today, or if they ever rebooted it, which they should never do. 100%. I'm staking the claim right here and now on episode one. <laughs> do not redo never redo friends but if they did phoebe would be the yoga um uh shoot essential oils crystals and star like she'd be like a moon child yes she would be the hippie of the of like today like what today's hipsters are that would be phoebe yes 100%. But was she just weird back in the 90s? Or is that their version of our, like, hipstery hippies, like, today? I don't know. That's a good question. Like, is it because she was so typecast as, like, the odd one of the group? Did they just, like, go hard and she was actually weird in the 90s? Maybe. Or was she our... I don't know. Okay, but, like, answer this. I know we kind of discussed this. I'll try. But, like, everybody kind of has a connection. Like, where does Phoebe fall in? Right. Like, okay, so Ross and Monica, brother and sister. Rachel is Monica's childhood friend. Yeah. 
Do we know where Chandler came from at this point? We at don't. At this point, no. We don't know Joey, where he fits no. in. And we definitely don't know where Phoebe fits in. No. So right now, half of the group is connected somehow. Yeah. And Rachel knows Ross because of being Monica's childhood friend. Right. So that's where we know the group's at right now. Yeah. So I guess in future episodes, we'll discuss how they get together. Yeah. How do the friends find each like, other? Like, how did this group of six different people... Very different people. Very different people become friends. Yeah. More to come. More to come. So in mentioning Phoebe, we also see that she's also not afraid to speak her mind. No. Like when they were talking about the boys going over to Ross's, she's like, oh, I wish I could, but I don't want to. (laughs) Honestly, I think the world could use a little bit more Phoebe. Yeah. Yeah. Because the real, like raw truth. Yeah. Like I'm always busy when my friends move. But I don't tell them that I just don't want to do it. Right. And I might be a terrible friend. Like, why do we always make excuses? Why can't we just be like, Why can't we just be honest? Yeah. Just be honest with your friends. Tip of the day from Phoebe. Just be honest. Friendships are built on honesty. Yeah. And wouldn't you appreciate a friend who's a little bit more honest and says, I just don't want to do it? Than you would with someone who makes a lame excuse and you find out later that their excuse is irrelevant. Right. Right. I'd rather you just tell me straight up. Just tell me straight up. It might hurt. I'm not going to discredit the fact that it will be like, wow, okay, cool. But at least it's honest. Right. Phoebe, we appreciate your honesty. Yep. Yeah. We like that. Um, And then kind of at the end of the episode, Joey talks about grabbing the spoon. And we find a scene where everyone kind of goes to bed and Ross and Rachel are sitting in the living room and he asks if sometime soon he can ask her out. Which, to be fair, she like literally just got, she just ended her marriage that day. Or engagement, I guess, because she didn't actually get married. But it's another one of those that clearly sets up the future arc of Ross and Rachel. Yeah. Like, it's gonna happen. Yep. And he says he grabs a spoon, which I thought was actually kind of clever. It was. For the show. Yeah. Like, he's like, I grabbed the spoon. You're like, oh, okay. That that sounds like something they would write today. Yeah. That almost seemed like a little outside of that writing from that first episode. Yeah. But I thought it was really good. Mm-hmm. It was a good way to, like, wrap it up. Yeah. So another little wrap up. I got to give Ross a little bit of credit because they okay. do start his character in, like, this mopey way that you, you just, like, don't want to like him. But- Ending, I don't like him. <laughs> okay, but ending the episode with him saying, I grabbed the spoon. It shows... Yeah, you're right. Dang it. It shows the other side of Ross, I which I right. do appreciate, is his hopefulness. Yeah. He's always hopeful. And it's like, yeah, he could be mopey. He could be sad, but like, he's hopeful. Yeah. Okay, you're he's, right. He's got, he's got something. He's like, yeah, today might have sucked, but tomorrow could be better. Yeah, you're right. Okay. Well, is there anything else about episode one that you would like to discuss? No. Okay. Well, um, to end our segments, each time we connect with you, we're going to have an I'll be there for you moment. So this week is Joey's Moo Point of the Week. And obviously, as you get more into the show, you'll realize what Moo Point means. For those of you longtime friends, fans, you'll obviously get the point. So the question is... Would it be better to be a shoe or a hat? Let's discuss. Pros and cons of being a shoe. Pro. They get worn more often. True. Con. 
Sometimes they smell. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> or they step in things that smell. Yeah. They're probably generally more dirty. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hats. Pro. I feel like they don't get dirty. Right. So it's the opposite. And I feel like they're more, I feel like a hat adds more to an outfit than a shoe does. Mm, that's debatable mm, as You know, well. that is debatable right, because I would, I would say the opposite. I would say a shoe adds more than a hat. Okay. Because when I wear a hat, it's typically because I haven't washed my hair. Oh, Or same. I'm going to a baseball game. But I meant like it. fashionable hats, like cute little round top fedora, okay. not fedora type, floppy okay. hats. Okay, miss, I want to live in Paris. That is true. Um, con, hats don't get worn as often. That's true. And I feel like they're not as versatile. Like, especially with fashionable hats, like they go with certain outfits, whereas like you can wear a black pair of shoes with probably almost anything in your closet. Right. So I guess it's really just a moot point. It really is. It really is. So let us know what you think on our social media. Either hop on Facebook or Twitter and let us know. Would you rather be a shoe or a hat on Joey's Moo Point of the Week? All right. So as we wrap up the show today, we just want to encourage you guys, uh, if you like the show, if you love to laugh with us, to subscribe and download on any platform that you can find our podcast. Um, And if you know some friends that like to watch Friends, or know some friends that you want to watch Friends. Right. You want to bring them. them into the fold. Right. They don't know what they're missing out on. They don't. They really don't. So share it with your friends. Yeah. And then maybe your friends will share it with their friends. And then we'll have a whole ton of friends. And then we'll have a whole community of friends. Love it. We would also love it if you guys would leave us a review if you like the show, whether it's just, you know, being like Ross and saying hi, or giving us a shout out, or whatever boats your boat. Also, um, Leanne mentioned it earlier that we do have a couple social media areas. Accounts. Accounts. That's the right word. That is. 21st century. Platforms. <laughs> we have a couple of social media platforms. One is Facebook, and you can find us at the One With Friends podcast. Um, so give us a like there. And the other one is Twitter, which is at the One With Pod, the One With lowercase pod, uppercase. Um, so go ahead, follow us on there. Chat with us on there. We're going to post that video yep. on there later that we mentioned earlier. And yeah, the links will also be below if you want to go that route. Yeah. So we've loved chatting with you guys and we hope to see you next week on the One with Friends podcast. <laughs>